Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bags, the podcast for below average golfers by two below average golfers. My name is Owen Smith, as always, joined by Caleb Wallen. Caleb, an all decked out USA coming off Fourth of July weekend. How are we doing tonight? Dude, feeling great. Feeling lucky. Good. Lucky to be lucky to be here. Lucky to be here. Good. Uh, Caleb and I have a lot to get into in today's episode. We are bringing you our second guest uh, here onto the Bags podcast. Last time we had Gary Wallen. Uh, now we have the one, the only Evan Teed. Evan, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, fellas. First time, long time. I greatly appreciate the invite and uh, ready to have a good night with y'all. Awesome. Awesome. Well, glad to have you. Our first time meeting, but you and uh, Caleb have uh, plenty to to uh, speak about today. So excited to hear some of these stories uh, for the first time and uh, appreciate you you joining the program. So no, absolutely. Uh, all right, Caleb, I have to get right into it. Go for it. Let's do it. All right. So it's Tuesday night. Caleb and I go out to Arrowhead. Um, we decide we're going to play 18 holes. It's the second round that we've played this summer um, or this year, really. Uh, first round, not so great. Um, second round, not so great for me, but that's okay. Uh, we're on the back nine. We're on hole 16. And sadly, but uh, surely, we decide to record me on hole 16, record Caleb on hole 16. And I shank it. I hit the tree. It bounces left. Like we're deleting the video, major below average golf moment. So 23 hours later, I'm playing out of Arrowhead. I'm on hole 16. Got a 56 degree in my hands. I'm feeling good. Just got a double bogey on 15 before. Hit a beautiful shot. See it hit the green. And then I look to my wife. And I say, did that just go in? <laughs> did that just go in? So don't even give my wife an opportunity to hit. We drive down now. It's a, it's a, it's a downhill. It's downhill. So we drive fast down and then you kind of, it dips back up hill. And I'm looking at the green and I'm like, there's no ball there. There's no ball there. My heart starts pumping, pumping. I start recording a video. I go up to the hole. There's the divot, and there is the ball in the hole, hole in one, first one, first bags, first bags, hole in one, first, yeah. my first hole in one. Um, and my wife got to witness it, so eliminated some fears of playing alone. We'll talk about that uh, and hitting mm -hmm. a hole in one. And two guys um, were on the tee box on 17, so they got to see nice. it as well. So got plenty of, uh, of proof, I guess, to say other than a video because I decided not to video this one um, and then immediately try to call uh, Caleb. He doesn't answer because he's playing an alumni basketball game, getting hurt, taking knees to the, to the shin and all that. Call my dad. He's at a dinner. He finally calls me back. So I get to brag a little bit there. Um, but an unreal feeling and got my first hole one on uh, 16 out of a course that I've played probably hundreds of times at this point. Yeah. Dude, you didn't tell me that you didn't even let Brittany hit. I, no. I, I didn't even realize that. Like you were telling no. me, Oh yeah. Like, you know, we hit and all that stuff. I'm thinking, okay, well, like where did Brittany's shot go? But I didn't realize nope. you didn't even let her hit. That's nope. awesome. I go, uh, cause she like kind of turned away, you know, I, <laughs> 
it gets to a point where she's not watching all the tee shots and everything. Yeah. So it's like, she's kind sure. of on her phone. And then I like look at her and I go, did that just go in? And she's looking, she, you know, she has a better angle into the green than I do. And yeah. she's like, I don't see the ball. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I could have, you know, I could have that, that hole is so difficult for me because it's kind of in between clubs a little bit. I've either, I've flown it a lot of times or I've hit in the water before it a lot of times or in the yeah. sand trap before it as well. Um, so I'm like, maybe I flew it, but it was, it felt like a really, really good shot. And it, the way that it hit, it hit left and it must've just rolled back in. I didn't get to see it. Unfortunately, so you, drop, but yeah. So you weren't a hundred percent sure it went in on the T box. No. You got to no. have the reveal. You got to have yeah. the build up. That's awesome. I yeah. feel like that's the way you got to do it. That's perfect. Oh. It, it yeah it's i'm getting chills right now just like thinking about like what what happened in that moment because it was like yeah i didn't see it drop i had this yeah all the suspense is building up my heart is pumping i mean i'm oh, I, bet. I, don't, I, I wish i would have checked my apple watch to see like what my heart rate was at, <laughs> at that point um but yeah and then i got to see the ball in the hole it was legit it wasn't again it wasn't playing alone it wasn't playing on a mulligan or um, mm -hmm. you know, taking the provisional or whatever, right. It was hundred percent legit, had a witness. Um, the funny thing too, is so the guys, there's only two times that I ran into the guys that saw it the time before that I nearly drove the green. So I looked like I was a freaking professional because I've seen <laughs> these guys. drive the green on like, these guys think hole. you're the best golfer yeah. ever. <laughs> like, Cause they like compliment. It was hole 14, which, um, you know, Caleb playing out there, but yeah, uh, it's, it's drivable if you get a good ones, but I was just off to the right of the green. So they complimented me on that. And then, you know, meet them again at the, at the 17th tee box, That's awesome. me getting on the hole 16. So yeah, I, I looked like the, a professional and it just felt great. You're like, Excuse you guys fellas, didn't see, me... yeah, you guys, didn't yeah, let, let me just stuff. grab my, uh, grab my ace ball real quick. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, yeah, I'll catch yeah. you on 18. Exactly. <laughs> That was so, the uh, that was the first uh, round in the new hat, right? Yes. So uh, the hat I'm wearing tonight, uh, Caleb got those made for us, and um, I because again we played the day before, so I just got it that night, and then I was like, I got to rep it. I'm wearing the polo that I wore as well. Had to had to rep the hole in one gear. Nice. Um, but yeah, first first uh, first hole in one with the first round in the bags hat. It's just, it, it all adds up because it's like the, the odds of it, first, you know, the odds of it are ridiculous to begin with, mm -hmm. but we were not even, so the, us even going and playing was kind of last minute um, because we were actually going to play on Thursday, but then we decided we weren't going to, um, and cause we had made plans with Caleb and his wife. And so we decided, all right, let's just play Wednesday. Luckily got a sitter uh, for the baby. And then we just, again, we only played nine holes. So we got placed on the back because there was a league going on in the front. So like all the odds are against me and I get it. Oh yeah. And, and I don't know about you, Caleb, but again, I've played a lot of Arrowhead. Um, I would say I'm kind of back and forth. I think that would be the hole that I would want the hole in one on because the hole four right now is there's, I don't know what, what it is, but there's the pond and there's very, very tall something. Uh, I don't know the yeah. official plant or grass or whatever it is. So you can't see, at least in most times where the pins at, you can't see it. 
So it would kind of mm-hmm. be very, very blind shot. The next hole, hole five is like, you know, 80 yards. There's not a whole lot to it. They kind of just threw it in. Um, but this one's uphill to kind of, again, there's a little a slope little in the green back up, a little slope. <laughs> it was a very, very tough pin placement. It's over water. I struggled with this hole. Like, I don't know. I, I think I say it now, but I think that's the hole that I'd want to hole in one on out there. So. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, on 18, right. You have the long, it's like 170 or something like that, which I mean, yeah, that would be cool. It's a longer distance, whatever, but I don't know. I, I think I would probably freak out a little bit more because there's potential that it went in the hazard either right behind or, mm-hmm. you know, it dropped in the Creek in front of it somehow. Um, but yeah, that one, if you're paying attention, you're going to see it. And it's, you know, it's a hole that's like, I earned this. Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's awesome, man. That's a, that's the hole that I've gotten my closest on. It was, you know, earlier this year. Um, yep. I think I put my Apple watch on like right after I got back in the cart. And at that point it was like 120, 130 something. <laughs> so I can only imagine what yours is right after it happens. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I'll have to um, edit in the video that I took um, in the moment. Cause you can see me react to it. And uh NS, NSFW or whatever they yeah. say. <laughs> just just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. But um, we, we are trying yeah. to keep this as, as PG, PG 13 as possible. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we'll, we will have to throw that tag on there. But, you know, I, yeah. I can't say that it wouldn't happen. Yeah. The fact yeah. that so I, I think personally, my biggest fear and the fact that, oh, and your hole in one was completely legit is to actually get a hole in one, but have a qualifier. Like, yeah, but it was on my second shot or yeah, but it was on a par three course or something like that. The fact that you have a full fledged, legit first time hole in one, you don't need to worry about having to explain it. You don't need to worry about having to justify you calling it a hole in one. That's perfect. That makes it awesome, man. Which is perfect that you brought that up, Evan, because part of our hole in one extravaganza episode, we've got a couple things, a couple questions that we're going to go, you know, we're going to do our this or that on. So, well, uh, what do oh. you know? Yeah, yeah I'm perfect. getting good at this. I'm getting the segues. Oh, my God, this is great. Should we just, yeah, yeah, we'll just hire you on the spot. But um, anyways, <laughs> well, yeah, there's a, like Caleb said, we have a number of things that we want to talk about related to hole-in-ones. And I guess we'll start off, Evan, you kind of threw yours out, um, mm-hmm. fears on hole-in-one opportunities. Caleb, yeah, what's man. your what's your biggest fear um going into you may get a hole in one one day i'm hoping you do yeah so (laughs) i think the obvious one right is that you're playing by yourself Uh um that's that's the the big one um and then i you know i did see we've had those polls out on twitter earlier today there was one that caught my eye a little bit um as far as you know picking up the tab or whatever which I know like Owen and I've had our discussions about that, but um, I think, so my mindset is I think I would, I would be afraid if I was at a bigger club and this is what the tweet said from that guy. I'm his name is escaping me. So I'm sorry. Um, But he said at his club, if you hit a hole in one, you pick up the tab for the day and some guys get hit with like thousand dollars, like plus, and like I arrowhead wouldn't do that. So, I'm not too concerned about it. I think, you know, seeing the pros do it, it would kind of give me that sense of like, Hey, like, you know, I'll, I'll buy the Cokes. I'll, you know, I'll buy the round of beers or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
on like for my group or, you know, like in Owen's instance, there was two guys that saw it right there with him. So like I would, you know, if they said something about it, like I would offer, but you know, if my fear would be at a club, like that guy said, where it's like, you know, that's the thing you hit a hole in one, you pick up the tab that day. Like, um, I'm not a professional. I do not make that money. That is not going to go over well with the wife. So I think, Obviously, first one is playing alone. And I think second one would be, you know, telling the club, yeah, I hit a hole in one. They're like, oh, yeah, tabs on you. And I'm like, oh, maybe I didn't hit a hole in one today. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, at that point, I'm not telling anybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, it could be an informal thing with the guys I was playing with, but I don't need my name on that little plaque in the clubhouse that bad <laughs> to where I'm down thousands of dollars in drink. Yeah. No thanks. That's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, so, I went. Yeah, I, th- I, I went uh, digging on the internet to kind of see what people were, you know, what people's fears were on hole in ones from just different threads and stuff. And the most common one was having to pick up the tab. And yeah, yeah, Caleb, you and I were talking earlier. I, I'm very back and forth on it because there's times where I'm like, now I, I lucked out. It was at Arrowhead. There's not really a clubhouse bar and stuff like that. I went in and said, Hey, I got a hole in one. What do you got? Do you guys do anything for that? They printed off a certificate. They signed it. My wife signed it because she was the witness um, and then kind of moved on with the day. Um, so didn't get anything like too special, which whatever makes sense, uh, but also didn't have to pick up a tab. I feel like there's a lot of clubs <laughs> that we would play at um, where you oh, would yeah. have to pick up the tab, but I, I don't know. It's like, why are we making the guy that just got like one of like, why are we giving anxiety to the guy that just, or gal that just hit their first yes. hole in one? Like let's celebrate him and everybody buy him a drink if he wants one or yeah. contribute, you know, like contribute in some way. But I just don't think that you should be paying for everybody else. I, if you're a member at a, you know, a club and you're well off and maybe sure, but like, dude, I'm 24 years old. Like I don't, I, I'm <laughs> yeah. not, I can't afford to pay for everybody's drinks. It's not, yeah. Not doing that. Yeah. So I, I think that it should be reversed. I think that if you hit a hole in one, maybe people take care of you. There's a round on you or, mm-hmm. you know, or for you, but I, I just, I can't. Yeah. I mean, the- cause that one guy said that he like, there's the hole in one club or whatever. So even if it's like, Hey, you know, if you're a member, and you want to be part of the hole in one club, but you haven't hit one yet, you know, you throw in five bucks before the round. And then if you happen to hit a hole in one that week, it all goes back to you and then it restarts or whatever. Like, I think that would be interesting, but the, I would not like, yeah, I would not feel comfortable being able to be like, uh, yeah, I don't, I can't do that today. No. And I won't be coming back. Sorry. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so yeah, well, that's biggest fears. Um, yeah, I think picking up the tab and then I've, I've played a lot of solo golf, so I'm right there with you. And I was always fearing that that would happen and no one would believe me. And yeah, yeah just having the witness just means so much more um, mm-hmm. to it. But yeah, so I'm hoping, Evan, have you ever hit a hole in one? I've not hit a hole in one. Okay. Like so. I, I think the closest I've been on a par three is like two feet. So like it's, we're talking below average golfers. Yeah. No, yeah. not even close, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I've had a close call a couple of years ago. We talked about it, I think on the first episode. Um, but yeah. And then we'll talk about my other experience soon, but yeah. Um, 
yeah, playing playing solo would, would be biggest fear. And I hope for you guys that it doesn't happen solo. Just go and play with somebody or record it. Um, so, but even then, it's I don't know. It's, yeah, uh, I it just scares. I, me. I will say though, between you two or probably my dad would be probably the first people that I would call. Like absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Hey, yeah. Hey, like Owen, are you there? No. Okay. Like you know, maybe you got caught in a situation like me where I was unavailable. And like calling dad, like dad doesn't answer. Like Evan, like please tell me I'm, that I'm, you're yeah. there. I'm at like, least setting a picture of the ball in the hole. Like yeah. I feel like at that, it doesn't it doesn't mean a whole lot, but that's an honor thing. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm showing. I'm, there's some sort of proof going out here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I threw it on my. I uh, I don't post much on Instagram or Facebook. Um, but no, I posted me with that ball <laughs> by the flag on Facebook, on, on Instagram, on, uh, I put my, the, you know, me walking or no, I put, yeah, me finding the ball in the hole on my Snapchat story. Like I was making sure everybody knew, uh, that I got a hole in one. Um, but yeah, so yeah, but okay. you're lucky we're not, you know, a few years, we're a few years removed from like the whole knee on the green is a penalty stroke thing. Cause I would have hated to have to invoke that rule with your knee on the t- or your knee on the green, you know, with your ball, See, that would have been I, okay. tough. I kind of regret doing that for the picture just slightly um, because, I mean, the reason I did it is I'm six foot five. Yeah, you're wanted, six foot like, five. What else yeah. are you going to do? So, like, I didn't – I, I, I kind of had to do it. Um, oh, yeah. Or I was going to just tower over the flag and <laughs> did not get the hole and everything. <laughs> um but yeah so thank god that that rules thanks caleb yeah i'm glad you're that, welcome. <laughs> yeah i won't invoke it this time i don't have thank to you. it's not blow average golf slugger white caleb down there <laughs> <laughs> he's just throwing the book at people god. yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I get so jealous show. out on the course that i'm like i'm not accepting that you're putting a two on the card oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well um I'm legit. I got a one on the card, so I'm very That's happy. Awesome, man. Um, okay, so a couple other things that I want to talk about with hole in one. So, I, and I threw out some polls on Twitter on uh, at bags golf and um, simulator hole in ones. Caleb, how do we feel about those? Um, so, I'm gonna go no because I think it's the asterisk. Like like Evan was saying, mm-hmm. I think if you have to justify it, then I don't know. I, I'm sure some people would count it and like, I guess you do you, but I don't know. I don't think I could. It, yeah. I don't think I could. In the official tally there, no way. Right. Like you can't say, yeah, I've hit a hole in one, but if somebody asks you, Hey, have you got an ace? Have you ever hit a hole in one? You say on the simulator, like you'd be able to say something, but I, does it? Count? I would absolutely no. give the look of like, I'd say, okay. but I'd say, yeah. I'd, I wouldn't say yes. I've had a hole in one, but if somebody asked me, I'd be like, "In the simulator, <laughs> just to see I, if they roll." The ball went in the hole, bro. Yeah, exactly. yeah. You want to give me credit for sure? Leave it. Uh, leave it up to them. I get that. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. No, I I couldn't say that I got a hole in one if it's on a simulator. Like I can't. I I, I could. It's a cool story. I think it's impressive because you know simulators still take so much information based on your swing and the ball, you know, ball flight and all that. Um, and it's impressive, but like at the end of the day, you hit out a screen. You didn't hit a ball yeah. into the hole. Um, yeah. And there's so many factors that may not like 
Caleb and I played in a simulator league over the winter and the number of times that Caleb just absolutely bombed one in the middle of the screen and it didn't register or the times I would chip and it like didn't register that as well. Like, okay, this isn't perfect clearly. So it's not, it can't count. It's a cool story. My buddy uh, Chandler had one that he has a, his dad has a garage simulator um, and he has one on a simulator, but I do not consider him having a hole in one. Especially now that you've hit one, you're like, nope. Sorry, bud. No chance. (laughs) I always tell him like, congrats, dude. I I also have a bunch of hole in ones on Tiger Woods, PGA Tour. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so simulators, yes, with an asterisk, but really no, I think is kind of the vote on that. Yeah, uh, and um, Evan par, mentioned another one. The par three course. The par three course. Mm-hmm. Evan, you're you're not counting it if it's on a par three course. No, nah, man. I'm, it's the same deal. Somebody asked me if I if I have an ace, I'll say you know before I say yes, I'll say on a par three course. Like I did, on a par three, did I hit my tee ball into the hole? Yes, but is it a hole in one? I think it's a yeah. hole in one. I think it's a hole in one, but it doesn't mean as much. Like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you got nine shots at it at, at minimum, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. I mean, yeah. even if they're different distances, you know, they're all going to be somewhat similar. Yeah. You know, I, I and, think it would be interesting to be like, you know, Owen and I, we have like the whatever little campground that's over here on the, the uh, one side of Greenfield that has the par three course. Like, that's one thing because you know it's not it's probably not in that great of shape if it's still mm-hmm. even going but you know maybe at like a par three course like myrtle beach where they're keeping it up you know that kind of yeah. thing if or i like was going to do it on a par three yeah or the cradle yeah. yeah so i would if i was going to do it on a par three course i think i would want one with like a little bit more like stature behind it i guess yeah not like even just like your your local even like a decent executive course, like there's a difference yeah. between like an executive course, a par three course and a pitch and putt, you know, yeah. like pitch and putt, not a chance. Like, no. or we we might as well count putt, putt, but like on a legit, <laughs> if it's over a hundred yards, I'd think about, I'd be a little more lenient in calling that a legit par or a legit hole in one, you know, yeah. like, I, I feel like that's a little more big boy. Would you still like just, so let's say it is one of those, top courses um or myrtle beach or whatever right would you still throw out like i have a hole in one or would you throw out i have a hole in one but it's on a par three course there's still a qualifier there okay yeah 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 Yeah. see i'm very uh i'm gatekeeping on the hole in ones (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude you have every right to i mean you're you're the first bags member since bags has started to hit it so you Mm -hmm. you get you get that rain we, I'm trying to think of a name for like the bags ace club or like above average ace club. I don't know. Some like just some name. You're we'll in the bag, bro. You're in, in the, the bag. bag. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Shout out Evan for that. Um, okay. We talked about, Oh, this one is a little, the poll on Twitter is surprising me. Would you uh, rather. It's... Yeah, have a hole in one doesn't matter, you know, just like I did on that, you know, during a round, we won't talk about simulators or part three courses or an albatross over 200 yards. That one surprised me on Twitter, too. So, Evan, you're going with an ace. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I get, I get the albatross is like rarer, but you can't walk up to so I, bro, I got an albatross, man. It, it doesn't, it doesn't mean the same. <laughs> well, cause I feel like half the people wouldn't even know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, for, no, exactly. For the longest time, like if I hadn't played Tiger Woods golf, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, it's like, what is an albatross or, you know, cause they pop up those little fun facts about golf, you know, minus three on a hole is either a double Eagle or an albatross. So, mm-hmm. you know, and I, at the end of the day, did you, did you, it only took one shot. Like yeah, that's exactly. the novelty behind it. That's it. That's what matters. Because even yeah. like on a par four, right. You're still hitting a mm-hmm. hole in one on a par four. Yeah. So if it's, I'm not calling it a double Eagle or an albatross on a par four. Absolutely not. I'm calling it a hole in one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think the other thing, too, is, like, to the average person, like you said, Evan, like, I had to explain to my wife what an albatross is. I don't have to explain mm-hmm. what a hole-in-one is because it's one. So Exactly. But yeah. 54 – now, it was early um, – early on, it was, like, 87% of people said albatross over 200. That um, shocked me. Shocks me as well. But now it's, it's 54, so it's kind of evening up a little bit. Uh, but still, fifty-four percent of people saying an albatross two hundred plus yards. I, I'm ace all the way, and absolutely. If, if I do make an albatross, I'm gonna keep him a ball. Yeah, but like, I feel like the ace is just a bigger deal, man. It just is. Yeah, because apart from a par five, anything that's an albatross is a hole in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I guess you know they do have those holes around the country um that's a par six so i guess if you want to get fancy with that or whatever but um i know i I believe it's at memorial park in newcastle for the ladies it's like 620 yards so i think it's like a par six for the ladies i think but you know for the guys it's still a par five but still like i don't know i'm still taking that hole in one yeah hole in one all the way i'm very very shocked by the twitter response um Albatross is impressive. I mean, you're hitting into the hole over 200 yards. I'm not taking away from that, but if you had to give me that, like, I'll be chasing an albatross now mm-hmm. because I have the yeah, one. To mark because you already list. checked yeah. the ace off yeah, the list. Look out! <laughs> yeah. So now I'm yeah I'm, that that I'm would be your argument. albatross. Yeah, but I still yeah. would want to check off the hole in one more more importantly, and I feel like a, just a sense of relief now that that's off and I don't have to chase it anymore. I, he's a new I, man. I I'm think a, the like, one time I just like I, I, I feel I feel free. I, I feel like I'm a man. Because you're in the US of A, baby. Born again. Born again. Yeah, I, Born again I think golfer. the one time that I would use like the albatross, like I would use it personally, like as a joke, as far as if I were to ever get a hole in one on a par four, then you know, I'd be like, Oh yeah, like I, you know, Owen mentioned arrowhead at 14, it's drivable. Like, oh, yeah, I got, you know, an albatross on on 14 at Arrowhead and just wait for the other person to realize that it's a hole-in-one. And then you're like, okay, yeah, like I actually hit a hole-in-one. Like I <laughs> I think that's the only time that I would ever be like, oh, yeah, I got an albatross because yeah. I would much rather have the hole-in-one. So I would rather joke around with somebody and wait for them to figure it out. But, yeah, it's just me. Okay, two things. Um, one's a question. Well, they're both questions. Um, one's a hypothetical. What is your dream hole 
for a hole in one and you can get as creative as you want. Let's, let's just imagine that money's not an issue. You can play at any course in the world. What's your dream hole to hit a hole in one on? Go for it, Ev. Bro, like that's a really tough one. Uh, I mean, I think the natural thing, what, 17 at Sawgrass? Like that's the natural answer, right? Like it's just the iconic par three, Island Green. That's awesome. I I feel like that's kind of just where your head goes. I mean, even though I'm sure tons of people have done it over the years, the amount of traffic that course gets, but I think that'd probably be it for me, honestly, because it's just so recognizable. Everybody knows about it. That's it. Yeah. So I have a connection to somebody I've mentioned it on an episode before, but um, somebody I worked with, he played in a round with a guy. They he has it on video and everything that hit a hole in one on seventeen of Sawgrass. See, like that's that's dream come true, man. That's yeah. like <laughs> that that's as good as it gets. So I, for me personally, I would put Sawgrass at number three on my list. So I, well, excuse me. Well, no. So here I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go sixteen at Scottsdale. with or without the bleachers just to i've you know i've played that course i hit it to four feet the first time like i i'm wanting that one like that one's that one's my number one that would be amazing now one that i just thought of earlier today that i don't know that very many would very many people would think of but how cool would it be to hit a hole in one on the 19th hole at Payne's valley Uh uh-huh with tiger's course like, is that yeah. – would that be an official hole-in-one on the scorecard considering it's wanna, the 19th hole? That's a qualifier. I say oh, that's like – that's why I can't – that's not a oh, man. Club, man. It's not a legit golf hole. That's okay. you need a qualifier, yeah. there, man. Okay. I, I can I can understand that. But that that would be my number two that I don't think very many people would think of. But that one – That would be awesome. It, that would get still the juices flowing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of that one. So, but yeah, there is the qualifier with that, which is unfortunate because that's a really cool hole. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think that Sawgrass and Scottsdale would be great, and I'm not gonna say no to those. Um, but I think I'm I'm personally between hole 12 or 16 at Augusta. Mm-hmm. now i knew that i was gonna like, go. yeah i have a ridiculous amount of respect for augusta like i love the masters it's probably my favorite i think this past year made it my favorite time of year um mm-hmm. right behind march madness or right up there with march madness and um so i i you know there's that part of it but to first off be able to play augusta is cool but then 12 yeah. is so like it's destroyed people Jordan Spieth, it destroyed yeah. Cam Smith this past Masters. Like, it's destroyed so many people. To say you got a hole in one on the, on twelve would be amazing. And then, you know, sixteen is iconic because that's yeah. most that's where most people hit their hole in ones at Augusta. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm between those two. I, I think I lean more twelve um, at Augusta, but um, I threw out the poll. Most people are saying Sawgrass and Scottsdale. I threw out Pebble Beach, number seven on there uh-huh. as well um that's gotten less than i thought um 17 other than the other 17 percent say other um one person replying saying that 16 at augusta 
would be their choice. Um, but yeah, most people are saying Sawgrass or, or Scottsdale, uh, 17 and 16 there. Yeah. Be, being that I've, I've played Scottsdale, like knowing mm. the history, <laughs> just saying I have a tie to it now. Like that's the one that I want. There we go. I get that. Okay. Final, final question. And Caleb and I have been talking about this all week. I haven't touched it. Um, what do I keep? What do I, what do I frame? What do I do with everything that I've done? So first and foremost, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. Do not get rid of the ball. That's like my number one, the ball's already in a Ziploc bag. I haven't cleaned it off. It still has the, the, uh, the green mark. Yes, Evan. Okay. So before we were talking about our worst fears, right okay about so my biggest fear if i were to ever hit a hole in one would be with doing it with just a crappy ball that's my number one fear that's a a good one i'm down to like i'm hitting the ball awful it's over water just give me that freaking slozenger i break that and that's what i get my ace on so that's gonna be in the frame like that's it's it's the lady pinnacle that's at the bottom of the bag that you found exactly (laughs) that's just all like cart path rubbed up and everything like that's my biggest fear but we can proceed i just want to get that off no we we (laughs) talked about that we we've said like every time i play a par three i'm very particular in what i hit Uh I'm not a hundred percent happy with what I hit. I hit a vice um, pro, which is okay. okay. I'll take the that's vice. Okay. It could be a lot that's worse. Okay. And it's, it's red, white, and blue splattered. So I, I it's a cool ball, but I'm a tailor-made guy through and through so far. Callaway Titleist hit me up. I'm always looking for sponsorships here on bags. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so tailor-made would be my top choice, but vice mm-hmm. it's a cool looking ball. It's not mm-hmm. scratched up um i'm i'm happy with it it's not a wilson or uh a nitro or anything like yeah. that so yeah. check out my hole in one ball it's a mojo get out of here <laughs> okay hold on i'm gonna th- i would gladly hit a uh, hole in one with a mojo dude just that to be like i got my it. mojo back like <laughs> recreate that awesome video but with you know with golf right well, um, but it, regardless, the ball is already sealed up. It has yeah. the, the green uh, on it still from, from hitting the green. So I haven't, I'm not going to clean it off. I have a scorecard. Um, I have the glove. Now, the glove is like I'm a little iffy on. Um, the main reason I do is that it was time for a new glove. I knew that that was my last round with that glove anyways. So it's kind of like eh, fortunate timing. Out. I'll just keep it. Um, the biggest thing that Caleb and I have been going back and forth on is I hit it with my 56 degree. I haven't played with it or cleaned it off since, which has hurt me a little bit. Um, do I keep that club or not? Or do I keep it's it your in the golf bag club. or yeah, do I you're take it out? Leave it in the bag, bro. That's yeah, too do I much. Leave... <sighs> Caleb... See, uh, okay. So yeah. this is where Evan's going to be by himself because I, I'm predetermined. If I hit a hole in one, with my, you know, eight iron, like that eight iron's coming out. That eight iron is going up on the wall with the ball. If I have the T, put the T there, put in the scorecard there, and I'll just have to get a new eight iron. Sorry, Amelia. That's wild, bro. So you're gonna okay. So you have a set of clubs. You will take a you'll take a club out of that set, go on eBay, find somebody else's version of the exact same club, and put that one in the bag. 
Yep. It's not going anywhere anyway. Leave it in the bag. Once you get a new set, you set that one aside, and that's how you hang it. Just Man, wait. Put it, put it in the coffin with me. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. I uh, yeah, oh I'm very God. now I'm a little lucked out because I am a I was kind of a budget golfer with my uh with my set of wedges. So I bought the Kirkland mm-hmm. wedges, which was three okay. of them for 140 bucks, which you know did you deal. like them? I love them. I hit a hole in one with one, so I love them. But no, there they're they're great clubs. Wink wink, Kirkland. Kirkland, <laughs> hit us up. I play I play the ball sometimes too, and the glove was Kirkland as well, because shout out Costco, but um i'm like i could use a new wedge i could upgrade to a tailor-made wedge because everything is tailor-made in my bag except for Mm -hmm. the wedges um so i could you know get the mg3 or whatever is out now um i'm very back and forth on it like i said my 56 degree not having it has hurt me a lot in the past two rounds that i've played since that round um so i'm like i need the club i don't know if it's a confidence thing i'm either hitting it short or flying it but um yeah i'm, I'm very back and forth and you guys aren't helping the the cause because evan's like dude don't don't but then caleb it's a golf me club man that's what they're there for club evan is the golf club oh my god is i don't there, know about that Okay, well, to be determined, to be determined what I do with that club. I, I, I do like the idea of hanging it right here and then having the, mm-hmm. you know, the ball and all that kind of in a Making it box, look like the setup. <sighs> gluing the ball to the face. That way it's always okay, there. I, I can't do that. I My, my wife asked me about um, like setting it up in a shadow box. I'm like, I don't want glue on it. I don't want anything. Like, I don't care if it rolls around. I don't want to mess up that ball in any way. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm um all right i don't know it's gonna take some more thinking on uh on whether or not i you know take it out of the bag or not uh is there anything else i feel like that's kind of all you can really take from that i have the scorecard i have so, the ball yeah i mean some places will give you the some places will give you the flag from the pen like I that'd know. be pretty that's sweet true. is be able to get the be able to get the flag um but i think the the main ones you need obviously are the ball scorecard and the the goob shot that you stand in there with the golf ball <laughs> number one i did it know, i did I it i mean th- those are the those are essential that's all you need in my book i'm not taking a club out the rotation i think that's absolutely crazy but yeah i'll let you guys do whatever you want it's free country it's free country <laughs> it is um Anything else you guys want to add from the the hole in one uh, perspective? I feel like we covered covered a lot in that. Um, but there was one that? thing that that Evan kind of mentioned. I don't know if you caught it yourself, Ev, but uh, so at Arrowhead, it's a great example. Owen was talking about the fifth hole; it maxes out at what eighty five, ninety. So if you you mentioned earlier, like your one of your qualifiers is that it was under a hundred yards. Are you keeping that on an act on an 18 hole par, you know, on, on a legit golf course. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. that's an actual hole in one. If it's, if we're playing a pitch and putt where the longest hole is a hundred yards, probably not. All right. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would not want, I I'm glad I did not hit my first hole in one there. I'll say that. Yeah. yeah I, Cause you I, know, everybody, uh-huh. it's only 85 yards. Yeah. 
I've had now, two bins mm-hmm. longer than that. But that's the I thing. Mean, but you need to you need to know the course in order to be play in order to play that card. You know, I I don't yeah. know Arrowhead very well. So if you were to tell me, yeah, I got what what whole number was it? Twelve? You were saying? Uh, five. That one. Okay, five. where did I get twelve from? But if, if yeah, <laughs> I, I had an ace on five at Arrowhead. I I wouldn't know any better. It's awesome, man. That's sweet. Good for you. Yeah. You know, I just want to hear the end of it from my friends. That's oh that's, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. for that's sure. Like. I, this dude would be respect. With. Yeah, th- yeah they'd be like oh you got it on five like you could have putted that or whatever so yeah and it doesn't ha- like the problem with that hole is it doesn't have a lot of depth to it either like it's it's straight there's no water there's like no uphill downhill like it's just it's a it's an 85 90 yard hole that i think that they just because it used to be a nine hole course and then they needed an 18th hole so they kind of threw it in it was kind of you know last minute thing um so yeah, but I'm glad it, I don't have to worry about it, Caleb. You do, but that's okay. Yeah, see, I'm thinking if I have a terrible feeling that if I do get one or if I get my first one, whatever, it's gonna be on that hole when the pin is up in the front because of the slope there in the middle. Like it kind of levels off on the back portion of the green, but that front, you know, that it's not a false front by any means, but there's definitely some slope there. And with teeing up my wedges, I'm a like I'm a high spin player anyway, as far as my ball flight. So I know that if I hit the green, it's probably going to come back. So, you know, I'm it's going to be one of those where I, you know, I'm throw it over the hole and then it spins back. Like that's my I guess that's where I envision, you know, my first one there or first hole in one just because it kind of fits the shape of or it fits the shot of my wedge. But, you know, we saw or I saw that, you know, on 16 at Arrowhead, you can also do that to where I hit it off the side of the hill and then it spun to the right and it lipped out. So that's yeah. Ooh, yeah. Sorry, pal. Can't can't relate. Can't, can't relate. <laughs> so we interrupt this episode to introduce again our sponsor, Travis Matthew. Uh, we're super excited. We actually have some content coming soon. Uh, where we are going to showcase some of Travis Matthew gear uh, and give our opinions and reviews on it. Uh, But once again, this episode is brought to you by Travis Matthew. Right now, um, there is 30 new styles that just dropped. Make summer last longer with fun, tropical, summer-inspired styles by visiting travismathew.com or the link below in the bio to support the bags team. Well, yeah, new man uh, hit a hole in one, and then we uh, played out at Purgatory on Saturday, the second round or third round of the season that Caleb and I have played. Love the course. Talked about it before. It was hole 17? Yeah. Hole 17, I got, what, two, two, three feet from number um, two? You were probably a foot and a half. Okay, cool. I'll take that. Damn, that's yeah, the part you, through with was, the crazy bunkering, right? Like yeah, they, just, the, the name of the hole is man. Hell's Half Acre because it's got yeah. like a half acre's worth of sand and there's like what, six, like 10, 12 bunkers on that hole alone. Absolutely nuts, uphill, yeah. yeah. That's, some, that's really yeah. good, man. Okay, so I was being a little conservative there. Yeah, I was foot and a half. I didn't want to sound bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll but, give yeah. it to you, dude. But then but, yeah. your birdie was like washed out completely. 
because the best, absolute best randoms that we could have ever been paired with that I really hope they listen to this episode. I've got to give a shout out to Danny and Marty. These dudes were awesome. Like Marty was the ultimate hype man. Anytime, you know, Owen and I had a really good shot. He was letting us know that we were on tour. Uh, (laughs) If we had a decent shot, he was still like, Hey, you know, good job. And then, you know, even if we had a bad shot, he was still right there. Like there was one hole where Owen, uh, he outdrove me by like, I don't know, three, four yards. I mean, it was close. Uh, we had been close all day. And then, you know, he got me on that one. And Marty rolls up the cart next to me as Owen's walking to his ball. To his ball and he's like, hey, Caleb, I, I got to let you know something. And I'm like, what, Marty? Like, you know, we're just out here playing golf. You know, you don't got to be serious. And he's like, you just got outdriven. And like looked away with a smirk. <laughs> like, that, like that was Marty. He was – Owen and I, I think we're going to coin the saying, everybody needs a Marty when you're playing golf mm-hmm. now because he was just the absolute best. And, you know, shout out to Danny too. Danny was awesome. Um, yes. He, I, we kind of joked in the cart, like, man, this guy really looks like Sergio Garcia if Sergio <laughs> Garcia was cool. Like, there was, and Owen was like, yes, dude, I'm thinking that too. Cause like, I was like, man, he's, he's just giving me cool Sergio vibes, not the kind that, throws temper tantrums in the bunker and berates tour officials. Like we don't like that. Like get out of there, stay on the other, you know, the junior league tour, tour. but, um, (laughs) but yeah, dude, they were the absolute best that I think we could have ever been paired with. And I, if, if I ever somehow get a type of Marty or type of Danny again, I will be completely shocked because these dudes are just awesome. Yeah. We walked up to, I mean, they were cool from the start. Um, and yeah, couldn't, couldn't be better. They were really, yeah. Like you said, hyping us up. I mean, I swear if Marty could adopt you, Caleb, he would have like, I was sitting in the cart one time and I was like, Hey, Owen, do I ask if I can call him dad? Like, just like as a joke, <laughs> like it was so funny. He just, I hit a, a, like a skull tee shot real bad. And he looked at me and he's like, Oh, so you are human like yeah thank you marty like i appreciate that you know that kind of thing it was he was just awesome yeah he was enamored with caleb like because caleb was just ripping the ball off the tee on uh on saturday and the speed i mean if you haven't played with caleb you probably know someone that's like that but it's rare for at least for me like caleb's probably by far the best player i've played with um regularly so um but the speed that he generates with the with the club like it's unreal to watch sometimes. And uh, yeah, so they got to witness what I get to witness quite a bit. And it was cool. Just how like, it kind of, you kind of get lost in it a little bit because you're so used to it. And then you see these guys and they're like, Oh my God, my back would be hurting if I swung like that. And it's like, no, this is just an every other, every other T box Caleb. So yeah. Um, yeah. Which but, didn't Marty call you like John Rom too. So yeah, I got called John Rom. Yes. Yeah, I, I looked I looked like a pro on hole number one, which was awesome. Cause like, I, I, you know, I'm the first guy to tee off. Um, if, if you haven't played out there before, there's a lot of bunkers on the left, but it's a shorter hole. And so I, I tend to play three wood, at least from the tee boxes that we were playing. And, uh, I, you know, I've been very hit or miss off the tees recently. And I had my, had my moments, uh, on Saturday, of course, putting some into the Heather right in front of the tee box. But, um, 
I ripped a three wood and like right off the green, um, just short of it. So then I, you know, uh, leading off with that felt good. Got my, you know, got a par, then had a good shot on number two, still got a bogey, even though I, I hit one in the water on my second shot out of the sand. So I looked good. And then, yeah, kind of the real Owen came out, but yeah, I got called John Rom at the end of the day, which was cool. Um, I need to I'll, play I'll with Marty, man. Dude, everybody I'm telling you, everybody needs a Marty. Everybody, everybody needs a Marty. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, you can get paired with some people. Um, I'll yeah. just leave it at that. Like, there's, yeah. you know, the guys, and I've gotten paired, especially out there. You know, there's some courses where if you're a twosome, they'll just let you off. Um, but at a course like Purgatory, they're going to pair you up, especially on a Saturday morning. And uh, so you can get paired with some interesting characters. And uh, these were the best. But the best if i could play golf with them every saturday i would yeah i think i would absolutely that's awesome man that's great yeah yeah so all right well evan we've had you on you've been uh you know chirping in and love it uh -huh. so far but want to get to you um how long have you been a below average golfer i've been a below average golfer since the day i picked up a golf club <laughs> Owen. um so I've been kind of playing. It was always a secondary sport growing up because I was always a football, baseball kid, you know, and um, we my dad didn't want me to play in too much. I always loved golf and we go out occasionally, but baseball was always kind of that number one priority, you know, so I wouldn't want that messing with my swing or anything like that. Um, but I jacked myself up in a snowboarding accident in high school and baseball kind of wasn't something that I'd be able to do senior year so I was like yeah screw it let's go full-time golf and that was like my first summer of nothing but golf you know so ever since then I've been trying to get out as much as possible and still suck but you know it's, <laughs> it's a good time <laughs> hey but those so, those 790s are helping oh dude I dude I love those clubs no 770s 770s, I got 770s. my bad yeah 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 I love those things, man. Like, um, have, have you guys ever played the uh, no free ads, the cuts, the cut blues? Have you uh, heard of golf them? ball? Golf ball, yeah. No. I've heard of it, but I've never played it. So you can get them at Target for a dozen. It's like twenty something dollars. They're awesome. They're really, really good. I like them, but they have a real soft cover. And like, I'm noticing it's the first time I've ever actually noticed this. Like, if I flush an iron, the cover's cut. <laughs> Like that's the first hot like so I don't know if that's on the ball or if I'm just freaking striping it net right now. But so that's the first time I noticed that. But those those irons are awesome. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those for sure. Are you so, uh, uh, tailor made through and through like me, or are we just the irons? Yeah, I heard you say that, and I'm kind of in the same predicament as you are. So I, I got the. Uh, I came, I just got out of my set of burner 2.0s. I had those with um, rocket balls, woods through driver. Um, we're kind of updating things now. So I got a SIM 2 driver last year. All my family pitched in, got me that for my birthday, which was nice. sweet. And uh, awesome. I have a, I have a job now. So like the first big purchase I made was I, I got to get new irons guys. So <laughs> I got new set of irons and I got a, uh, the, uh, high toe, uh, tailor-made 56 degree that I like a lot. So I still got the racquetballs three and five woods. Those are the next ones to go. We're, we're going, we're updating this year. It's just, it's the summer of Teed's golf bag. 
So nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. But I'm I'm a tailor made guy for sure. Yeah. There you go. Love to hear it. You're you're invited on the pod whenever you want now. So there you go. Um got gotta uh, gotta stick with my fellow tailor made. We got Caleb over here that's Callaway through Team Callaway. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I mean, hey guys, Callaway, if you want to sponsor the pod, more than happy yeah. to play your clubs if you want to send me some, but until then I'll stick tailor made. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'll stick tailor made. <laughs> so I I was recently uh going through my bag and I realized that my my Callaway 60 degree was the Phil Mickelson grind with the high toe. And I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. So that's when I looked and I found uh, like the sub 70 um, 60 degree that has the American flag on it, which I love that club. Um, it feels real nice. So sub 70, you know, shout out to you guys for, for producing a cool club that it, it looks good and it feels good. So yeah, props, props to you guys for that one. Awesome. Yeah, it looks nice in person too. Like you posted a picture on Twitter, but that thing is sweet. Like if yeah, if I if I weren't to get tailor made wedges, that that'd be very very close up there. Um, because that it looks really really cool. So, um, Evan, what's you know we've talked about hole in ones. You don't have one, but what's the Mm -hmm. shot that sticks out to you, or do you have the shot that sticks out to you that uh, just brings you back every time? So I feel like we, everybody kind of gets one of those around, right. Where, you know, you could be hitting the ball awful, but either it's just, it's a great drive or you chip in or you flush an iron shot that keeps you coming back. But I think the best shot personally I've ever hit Caleb, you were there to witness it. It was, what was the course? Cherry Hill. Is that what it's called? Um, We played it in golf club. Oh, in Fort Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. It was cherry something. I think it was Cherry Hill. I think you're right. So they got a, they have like an Island green there and I'm playing yep. absolutely terrible. Like I can't <laughs> find the club face with a freaking GPS. Like it is <laughs> awful. It's an embarrassment, an abomination to the game of golf. And so I'm just scraping it around, like just MFing myself after every shot. I'm probably, I'm, I don't even know. I, it was bad, but they had this, uh, it's like an Island green par three. And there's like a guy taking pictures there and everything. And it's, I don't know what he was doing there. Like maybe NCCGA had him out or something, but everybody goes, I hit. And then he goes, wow, that looks really good. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I kind of thinned it a little bit. I hit it awful because, hey, I I can't find the club face. I'll reiterate that. It wasn't a good shot. It wasn't what I was trying to do, but it ended up snuggling up right around two feet from the pin. And that's the closest I've ever been to a hole in one. So just the fact yeah. that there were witnesses there, it was a quasi competitive round of golf, you know, that if that rolled in, I would have been, I could die happy, but it didn't, <laughs> of course, but that, that, yeah, I mean, I, as far as a result goes, that's like the best shot I've hit. So that's, that's the one that I kind of look back on as being pretty good. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right. I have to ask, I've heard about it. Why are you guys not associated with, with the uh, ball state? Dude. Uh... <laughs> so, was, okay. I don't even know, man. I was, I... I'm just along for the ride. Yeah. Right? So in, in college at, at ball state, we had, I was the president of club golf. I took over for uh Riker, um, Riker Thurston, the, the year that he, I'm assuming was just tired of it. Cause he still played on the team like the next year. I think he just, 
was over being president. So I took over, uh, named my VP, Evan. Um, and there were some like strict rules as far as club sports go at ball state, which I, I didn't quite understand. Um, and then there like were a we couple need, that we needed someone to be CPR certified. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. We're on the golf course. I mean, if yeah. we somehow go into cardiac arrest on the golf course, then we're in college. Uh, kind of deserve it, I guess, kind of thing. There's some bigger problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there was an underlying issue that CPR is not going to solve. So mm-hmm. there was stuff like that that we just, we didn't really, you know, um, and then like the biggest thing was with logos, they had this big giant meeting and was like, okay, we can't use the official Charlie Cardinal logo. You have to use this version across like most sports. And then if you wanted to change it up a little bit, you could. And I think at that point we had already, I'd already made t-shirts or I had t-shirts made. Mm-hmm. I think I made them to kind of like draw people in when I was at the rec center, like passing them out. And it got to the point where they were like, Hey, golf, like you guys don't use this logo. And I was like, yeah, sorry. You know, I kind of ordered them before and they're like, okay, well you're going to have to like not use those ever again, or you're not going to be able to use ball state in your, your club. And you're not going to be an official club golf sport or like a club sport at ball state. And so I was like, if that's the out that you're going to give me, I'm absolutely taking it because I am not, not dealing with these stupid rules that you know the rules that we were following were the national club golf association the Mm -hmm. nccga so um it was perfect like we followed their rules you know i made sure that we did that made sure i scheduled our tournaments the right way you know as far as all of that goes like we were we were good there so in my mind if there was an overall governing body that was national that's what i was going to do and Mm -hmm the club sports director, he was kind of a tool at the time. Um, and he did not see it that way. And so he let us know very sternly that we, we could not use ball state as a club club name. They, they did not make it easy because the other club golf programs had to go through the actual college in order to make a schedule in order to, in order to kind of, cause my now fiance Katie, she was the president of the uh, women's club golf team or club lacrosse team. So they actually had to go through the school and make their schedule and get practice time on the field and everything like that. But we had our own independent governing body through the NCCGA. So they're the only ones whose rules we actually had to play by because they're the ones who are setting up the tournaments. They're the ones we're giving money to. The schools have nothing to do with it. It's all just yeah. by college golfers for college golfers. And I'll, I'll give them a free ad, man. Like if you yeah, have the they opportunity, were, they were great, dude, if you have the opportunity to get into one of their, their tournaments as an individual, or, or you want to set up a team at your local school, like do it. It was an awesome experience. It was yeah. so much fun. Um, and they, it's really a one-stop shop where if you do want to play, like I said, quasi competitive golf, at least for me, cause I suck. But if you want to if you want to have fun with other kids your age on a golf course, go look into look into that route, man, because it yeah, was they, a really they good do have like city tournaments, too, for, you know, all yeah. ages. So, Owen, that's kind of where I kind of had the I, you know, we kind of had the idea, obviously, of bags. But that's kind of what made me think of like, OK, 
yes, this is competitive to a degree, but you know, we're not out here taking it serious, which, you know, unfortunately, Some people were. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I, I'm not just saying this because I'm an, I'm an IU fan, but it always seemed like the Purdue guys just took it. Like it was, you know, the masters and oh. I, it was just insufferable playing with them. Like the Notre Dame guys were awesome. Like mm-hmm. we'd get back to the hotel after dinner and like the Notre Dame guys are like stumbling in, you know, back to their room. <laughs> and so it's like, Hey guys, what's up? You know? And they're like, Hey, you guys want to come over? And we're like, no, like, you know, we're probably just going to play cards or whatever. And they're like, Oh, okay. You know, we'll see you in the morning. And then you wake up and like the Indiana guys are stumbling out of their <laughs> stumbling out of their room. So, you know, that they're going to, you know, they're going to have an interesting round. So, you know, it was, the Notre Dame, the Indiana guys, they were awesome. Um, I think we had DePaul and maybe Butler one year, um, yeah. something yeah. like that. But it, it, I don't know. It always seemed like the Purdue guys, they just – they were the ones that had the walking carts. Like, I don't know. All of us other teams were carrying our bags. Yeah. And, you know, they just – they had the push carts. And I was just like, what are we doing here? Like, I don't know. I, I think those other schools, like – I think they went through their like their school, right? Because they all had like matching uniforms and everything, and it was literally just we're here, we're here to play golf. Like that was yeah. us, you know. Like well, and like it was the first a difference in yeah, the first tournament that we played in was in or uh, one of the first that I remember was at Harrison Hills, um, yeah. which is close to Purdue. I think it's in what Attica, Indiana, mm-hmm. um, but like the guy, the Purdue guy that I was playing with, he was kind of quiet. And so like just trying to make small talk, you know, Hey, you know, how'd you get started in club golf or whatever? And he was like, well, I didn't like the commitment of being on the team. So I, you know, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to do that for 40 hours a week or whatever it was. So I just decided to like play club golf. And I'm like, like team, you mean like, you know, the other, there was a club golf team. He's like, no, like I was on like the, the D one team. Yeah. I'm like, Okay. So, so you're going to, that's the reason why you're shooting a 68, taking it serious when you're missing 30 footers. Mm-hmm. Like it's because you just didn't like the time commitment of, of being a D one athlete, which I get totally get. I, you know, but for that to be your excuse and then, you know, get mad when you come in third place or whatever, it's like, we're out here to have fun. Like the, I'm pretty sure the trophies were what mugs. They were like yeah. 16 they were like mugs. beer signs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it was just, I don't know, but you know, back to NCCGA being great. Like we got to play it was each tournament was two day tournaments, 18 holes. And then greens fees were only like what one, they accounted for one day's green fee. And then like yeah. the second round, they didn't count or whatever, because but they were baked into our dues to like yeah. the NCCGA. So, I mean, you, you pay a lump sum, you show up and it's, you know, it's easy to organize when you got a whole bunch of people at the school like that's this is the cost for and you could bake in you know hotel everything else and that cost and then use that for your nccga fees you know so it it makes it super easy to go out and play some really nice courses like we played some awesome courses yeah like Uh, prairie like purgatory i I have a question before i know we have some purgatory and prairie view but i was a guy that you know, went to Ball State, didn't even know. Now I know you guys weren't associated officially. Uh-huh. I didn't. The, the Muncie Golf Club. It. The Muncie Golf Club. That's what we ended up going as. Right. Yeah. Um. 
but I didn't learn about it until I met Caleb. And at that point I, you know, it was too late, but um, how do you get involved? Like what's the first step for somebody listening right now, if they're at Purdue, IU, Ball State, whatever, how do you, how do you get involved in something like this? So I would say um, most colleges probably have like a, at the beginning of the year, they have like a sports call out or club sports call out. So I would look for that. Um, and then I would also check in CCJ's website because um, they, they do a great job of like hooking you up um, with all kinds of stuff, including, you know, being the team. Um, like we got golf balls, we got beef jerky. I mean, we got, we got a ton of stuff, you know, being a part of it, being part of those tournaments, but I would absolutely, you know, try to find your club sports director um, reach out to them. And then if not, I would go straight to the NCCGA to see if there's already a team. And then if not, they made running the teams super easy. Like I, I put in minimal effort. I think the, the hardest thing that I had to do was find the nicest red roof in that was closest to the golf, the golf course. Yeah. Cause we always stayed in red roofs. I mean, uh-huh. it got to the point where it was a joke where like, we're the Muncie golf club team sponsored by red roof in because like, <laughs> it happened the first two times and then we just kept it. So, um, but yeah, I would, I would check out their website or go directly to like your club sports director. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Tell me the stories. I want to hear some of the stories from, from on the course and prepping wow. for it and everything. Yeah. So well, I have, yeah. I have two distinct ones that I'll start with mainly because we've been talking about purgatory. So Evan and I were paired together and the second day, um, of one of the, per- the tournaments at purgatory and Ev, I don't know if you remember it, but we were on the 18th tee yeah. with this, this the was split fairway mine. Yeah, and on the split fairway. Um, so on the 18th tee, there's, I think it's like, we played, did we play the, we didn't play the pro tips. We played the, probably the black we, I mean, it, like, was it was stretched out. Far. Yeah. Yeah. Our, like, like we had no like business 68, playing 69. Like it was yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So uh on the 18th hole it has a split fairway it has a bunker right in the middle and Evan and I are just kind of like we're gassed we're <laughs> over the round like I I actually went and looked up my score I don't know if you still have your login Ev but you can go in and look it's still there um, I don't want to do that I went 99 100 those days so um, hell yeah I, I remember looking that up but um on the 18th hole we're sitting there and like I didn't know what to do whether do I play it out to the right do I play it out to the left so I just kind of like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. And I'm, I break out the driver, probably shouldn't have broken out the driver. And I just aim down the middle and, you know, I swing as hard as I could and um, somehow make perfect contact flies directly where I needed it to go literally over the point, the furthest point and like rolls out or whatever. And like, I'm thinking to myself, man, that hurt. <laughs> that hurts so bad, but you know, being, you know, who I was, I was like, Oh yeah. You know, I just hit a good drive or whatever. And I go and stand next to my bag, the other people tee off. And then Evan gets up there, does the exact same thing, rips one right over the point. And I'm thinking, let's go, you know, kind of thing. So the other two people are walking ahead of us trying to find their ball and Evan and I are walking together and I look over and I like, kind of like whisper, I'm like, dude, did that, did you, hurt yourself on that too he was like absolutely i was like oh thank god it wasn't just me dude i i have never felt such back pain on a swing in my entire life 
broke because that was after two days of lugging our own bags, walking around purgatory, <laughs> bunch of hills, like my back was barking. That was literally, you know, it's uphill to this freaking bunker. I see you do it. So I pull my freaking head cover off like, all right, we got to do this. So I'm out of the shoes. I hear a crack. Crack, 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 as I like get into my backswing. Just I was just so stiff and it felt so bad. But yeah, that was probably my number one story that at least I could tell on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that one I just remember distinctly like, dude, did that hurt you too? Yes, absolutely did. (laughs) Uh the other one I have, I I pretty sure you were right there with me. We were at Prairie View, and so Last week, uh, Owen was talking to how he got to play Prairie View and it ripped him up, which it probably ripped us up when we were there too. But I asked him about, did he go into that building that has like the practice green and the, um, you know, the driving range out of the garage. And I forget exactly who it was. It may have been Skyler that was hitting. I think it could have been. Yeah. And I don't know. Was it a, maybe there's a short wall that separates two, if I remember correctly, but Riker pulled what, like an eight iron just to try to hit like a, just a warm up shot. It may have been his first one. Toes it, it bounces like three different directions and smokes Skyler like right in the head. And I had not laughed so hard (laughs) in this building. Oh my goodness. I lost it. I barely composed myself by the time we got to the first tee. Cause like, that's all I could picture. <laughs> yeah. 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 Those, those are definitely my, my top two club golf moments. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it was so much fun. Like even just the BS and like staying at the hotel room. I remember one year it was during like, uh, like March madness was going on. So it was just really fun just watching back the basketball tournament and going out, getting McDonald's, walking through the drive-thru, that whole kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think of some of my top club golf moments. Um, it definitely wasn't the golf, I'll say that. No, absolutely you know? not. <laughs> absolutely not. That has nothing to do with it. It was just, you know, getting to play the really cool courses. And part of me wishes I could go back now as somebody who can kind of respect and appreciate how nice those courses were and actually be able to play golf on them instead of doing yeah. what I, whatever I was doing then. Um, but yeah, we got to play some really cool courses, legends, Prairie view, you know, purgatory, like some really cool spots. What the Purdue course. Camping, there yeah. That was a camping. Yeah. We played a, in a monsoon. In camping, like Bad. you were walking on the tee box and your shoes were getting filled with water i'm pretty yeah. sure i dumped my my shoes out at that yeah. course do, do you remember the wind at legends that one yes so, like it got it got called for wind we're, yeah. it had to be 80 mile an hour gusts it was absolutely crazy i, I think yeah. they said it did get up to like 40 50 mile an hour gusts so the yeah the day before that was also a day two event uh mm-hmm. the day before so we had um uh, what's that guy's name down there? The superintendent out there that used to be the PGA president. Um, Ted, Ted, somebody. Not, not oh, okay. <laughs> but whoever it was, he was the, he was actually the president of the PGA tour before uh, Jay Monahan. And then he, I guess he made some comments about Ian Poulter being a girl and mm-hmm. 
a little girl and a lot of people took not too kindly to that, which made me like this dude even more. But um, <laughs> we, the day there was one uphill par five, maybe um, day one, I used like, I think I went driver hybrid and then I was just a little bit short. So I chipped on with a, a pitching wedge uh, day two, the wind was coming at us. I went driver three wood, seven iron, nine iron because gusts were up to like 40 50 miles an hour and we got back to um like we got back to the clubhouse and the that ted guy he pulled us all in before we had like our winners announced or whatever and he was like i just wanted to let you guys know that you know i've been over to the open i've played golf over there i've seen the conditions that they've played in over there and what you guys played in today was absolutely harder than any condition that I played in over there. And some wow. kids still shot like in what uh 76, I think. Yeah. Which like, was like people were breaking 80. It, yeah. That absolutely blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, the ball couldn't the ball would not stay on the green is how windy it no. was. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> you had to mark your ball, put yeah. it down and putt. Like there was no uh-huh. it was crazy. But yeah, he he was like, "That's the hardest conditions I've ever seen." Wow, it That's just awesome. finds you in the club golf grind, you know, and <laughs> yeah, just right, up, right in the middle of it, you, man. <laughs> you wait, you go to bed that night thinking, you know, I'm gonna have a good time. I just walk through McDonald's drive through, walk through yeah, the White Castle drive through. We're, we're feeling good. <laughs> yeah, and then you wake up and you're playing in 50 mile an hour winds. That was club golf. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Awesome. Oh my God. Well, Evan, it's been a pleasure having you on the pod. I would love to have you back. Of course. Uh, this is absolutely great. Um, anything else, any last words, anything else you want to throw out there for the below average golf uh, family listeners, us, whatever. Um, not really. Just want to say it's been great knowing you guys. If any of the listeners out there want to want to get in touch or want to follow around with, with Teed's golf game, go ahead and follow me on 18 birdies. But other than that, if you don't want to get extremely depressed on what's going on there, (laughs) then don't, but uh, yeah, no, been good fellas. Greatly appreciate the opportunity and always good to always good talking to you. Yeah. Good to meet you. Yeah. So real quick, Ev, what just a little quick synopsis. What do you think of the, the junior tour? The the junior, oh, is, is that what you're calling it? Okay. Yeah, that's well, where I'm going with it. So is it going to last? No. Do I blame guys for playing there? Also, no. Like, if somebody sits me down and says, hey, you got to play however many tournaments, it's a set number, and you get this much money, you know, it's kind of tough turning that down, you know? And I get these guys are already making a really good living, better living than I'll ever think about. But if you tell me I'm making hundreds of millions of dollars for playing a, a you know, basically playing in a pro-am every week. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to seize that opportunity, but do I like it? Absolutely not. Do I support it? For sure. No. And I can't wait till it folds in a couple of years and a bunch of Saudi Kings need to pay out a whole lot of money for no reason. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it. Just in line with, uh, with the bags mind of, uh, thinking uh with the mm-hmm. with the live junior golf tour um which we won't even give even more time of day on this episode caleb with the second shotgun start 54 hole 
<laughs> pro-am style event um dude that was, was so much cool. better than the Ryder cup oh my I, I all right fine i'll give it time of day caleb what are your thoughts on taylor gooch saying it's just like the Ryder cup so let me let me put it this way i have never played in the nba finals or in the ncaa championship game but in fifth grade i did win an invitational <laughs> And I have to imagine that it was the exact same, like if not better winning the Lincoln, the, the Lincoln invitational in fifth grade, dude, that has to top, if not, you know, at least match, you know, NCAA March Madness or, or the NBA finals. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. All right. Well, Evan, again, thanks for joining. Always welcome on the pod. Welcome to the bags family. Um, Absolutely. yeah, Caleb, a couple of just housekeeping things. We will be back on schedule uploading next Tuesday. We will be previewing the Open, uh, 150th uh, Open. That is going to be huge. It's at St. Andrew's Old Course. A um, lot of exciting stuff, the final major of the season. So we'll be um, you know, kind of previewing that. Uh, we may have a guest trying to work that out, but if not, um, we'll, it'll be us and we'll have some other things to discuss. Um, we are all over the place now. So there's a few different places you can find us. We have a website. It is belowaveragegolf.com. Check us out. Um, it's mostly podcast stuff right now, but we plan to grow that as bags grows. We are on Instagram. That is at bags.golf. We're on Twitter at bags golf. And we are on TikTok, which had some, some good views. I was happy with uh, like. the TikTok uh, gains a little bit. Shout out the the, the TikTokers out there. Um, that is at Bags Podcast. So trying to get everything Bags related out there. As always, follow us on Apple um, Podcast and Spotify. Rate us. Do what you got to do. Um, and then Caleb, last last notes from you. Yeah. So um, been really Owen and I've been grinding on thoughts lately. Um, and then wanted to get started. We are going to start selling um, some towels. Uh, we're going to start with towels. You know, we're looking to grow into polo soon, um, other accessories like that. But um, with the towels, they're going to be uh, right now. It's I think it's going to be somewhere between 20 to $25. And then um, depending on where you're at shipping costs as well, but uh, we're going to try to keep that to a minimum. So if you're, if you're a local or you're around here, you know, I have no problem meeting up, but uh, we are going to start selling towels um, and start getting the uh, the merch going. Awesome. And then Caleb, as always, the final final words for the episode. As always, you might be a below average golfer, everybody. Just make sure you have above average fun. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.